Part 1 Chapter 1 University of Chicago Present Day I'd forgotten how much I hated first-year students. I just finished a solid 50 minutes of a cultural psych lecture, and I might as well have been talking to a room full of tree stumps. I was already pissed at Barton for asking me to sub for him at the last minute, and a 9 a.m. class, no less. I hadn't taught this early since I was an anthropology TA. That was 12 long years ago. Barton's lecture notes were good, but since I'd actually written my thesis on South Pacific cultures, I was able to ad-lib some interesting insights and twists on tribal gender roles. At least, I thought they were interesting. Judging by my audience, not nearly as interesting as TikTok. After class, the students moved toward the door with their eyes still glued to their screens. I felt like I was forgetting something. Shit. The reading assignment. I scrolled through Barton's notes. Jesus, where is it? Right here. Got it. Sorry, I called out to the departing crowd. Listen up, please. Reading for next class. I held the textbook over my head like a banner. It was as heavy as a brick. In Muckle and Gonzalez, chapters five and six, please. Most of the students just ignored me. I tried to catch their eyes as they walked past, but up-close contact has never been my strength. Lecturing to a class of a hundred, no problem, just a faceless mass. Close up, I tended to get clammy. Sometimes I thought I might be on the spectrum. No shame in it. So was Albert Einstein. I definitely met some of the criteria. Preference for being alone? Check. Difficulty in relating to people? Check. Stuck in repetitive patterns? Check. On the other hand, maybe I was just your garden-variety misanthrope. I plopped the textbook down on the lectern. Two female students were the last to leave. I'd noticed them in the back row, way more interested in each other than in my cogent analysis of the Solomon Islanders. Awesome class, said the first student. Right, as if she'd heard a word of it. She was small and pert with purple-streaked hair and an earful of silver rings. So interesting, said her blonde friend. Were they trying to suck up? Maybe they were hoping I'd be back for good and that I'd grade easier than Barton, who I knew could be a real prick. Good, good, thanks, I mumbled. I stuffed Barton's iPad and textbook into my briefcase and snapped it shut. Enough higher education for one day. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw purple hair nudge her partner. They looked over their shoulders at the whiteboard where I'd written my name in big capital letters at the start of class. Dr. Brandt Savage. Purple hair leaned in close to the blonde and whispered in a low, seductive voice. I'll bet he's a savage. She gave her friend a suggestive little hip bump. Nothing like freshman sarcasm. Make a little fun of the gawky PhD. Got it. And not the first time somebody had made the point. I was about as far from a savage as a man could possibly get. I headed down the hall to the department office to pick up my mail. As I pushed through the heavy oak door, I could hear Natalie, our department admin, 
helping a student sort out a snafu in his schedule. When she saw me, she held up her index finger, signifying, I need to talk to you. I liked Natalie. She was all business, no drama, quiet and efficient. Herding cats was a cinch compared to keeping a bunch of eccentric academics in line, and she did it well. The student jammed his new schedule into his backpack and headed out the door. Natalie leaned over the counter in my direction. So where will you be going? She asked, flashing a knowing smile. What do you mean, I asked. My only travel plans involved heading home and heating up some soup. Natalie leaned closer and looked both ways as if she were revealing a state secret. She gave me an insider's wink and held up a slip of paper. Your sabbatical, she whispered. It's been approved. <laughs>